Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm obsessed with costume drama. So is my mom, Gloria. Hello. And my sister, Sarah. Yep, me too. We live worlds apart which is really hard. But one way for us to stay connected is through what we're watching. Pride and Prejudice with a glass of wine and some chocolate. Nice mom. Every season of Downton Abbey. Those costumes. Well, anything period drama. We'll be watching the latest shows and talking through the good, the bad, and the ugly of our favorite genre. And we want you to join us too. From our couch to yours. We are the Lady Foxes. Join us now for Season 1, Episode 1 of Bridgerton. Hey, Mom, you look so good, like young. Yes. Why do you look so young? What's Tell going her on? Why. What's your I secret? Have been, I have been using the Foreo Bear. It sends little electrical stimuli into my skin. I'm glad <laughs> I'm not doing it because that combined with the fact that I have to wear a retainer at night and I wear earplugs. Uh, no. <laughs> but look, Mom's skin looks amazing. Be quiet. Let's record. Oh, we're <laughs> recording. We've been recording from the beginning. Oh, oh, no. oh I didn't know. <laughs> This time we are going to be covering the super hot show Bridgerton. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone has an opinion. We certainly do. And different than last time, we're going to rotate doing the recap. Mom has volunteered to do it first. Dearest reader, the time has come to place our bets for the upcoming social season. The voices are narrator Lady Whistledown, a mysterious commentator on the events that unfold. She publishes a gossipy broadside that stokes the social fires and makes and breaks reputations. This sets the scene for an intense competition of arranging matches for the eligible daughters of the city's posh families. Among the debutantes presented to the queen are the three Featherington sisters and the eldest Bridgerton daughter, Daphne. Did that truly just happen to you? smiling, dearest. Now watching you. The prospects for the three unattractive Featherington sisters are dashed by the arrival of a beautiful country cousin. Also arriving in time for the season is the hunky, gorgeous Simon Bassett, Duke of Hastings, nephew of Lady Danbury. I have managed to keep the details of your return quiet, but when those vulgar mamas discover that there is an eligible Duke present at tonight's fete, I shall be able to keep such a secret no longer. Anthony Bridgerton, the eldest Bridgerton son, nixes all of Daphne's suitors. She is unfortunately left with creepy Lord Burbrook. She gets away from him to get a drink and literally bumps into Simon. Anthony has a lover, Sienna, a singer whom he keeps in an apartment across town. Lady Featherington discovers the marina is pregnant. Daphne is accosted by Nigel Burbrook in a garden during a ball and punches him out, and Simon arrives on the scene. I must go this way. You through those trees. Perhaps there is an answer to our collective Lady Whistledown issue. The episode ends with Lady Whistledown declaring that this is the most remarkable coup of the season. When you guys first heard the voiceover, did you know it was Julie Andrews? No. Oh, it sounded just like her. 
I mean, there's so much good about the show. I don't want to say it all rests on that voiceover, but she is a winner. I agree. And I think some of the language she uses is a bit shocking. I loved that. There's a couple of moments right when we begin the series that is trying to say to the audience, this is going to feel relevant. This is going to be a little different. This is not Jane Austen, regardless of the fact that like we're just watching a meat market. The take on this is so strongly feminist. Daphne is very much aware of the sexist nature of her brother. She calls him out multiple times. I think that that is something that's novel in the context. They talk a lot about the female gaze in this. So like how many naked men have we seen in like 10 minutes in? And it's usually Anthony. I love the cast. I think so as well. And I have a question for you guys on instinct, because we've only seen the first episode, but who strikes you is just so compelling, you can't take your eyes off of them. I really like looking at Simon. I'm waiting for Daphne to become a little fuller and deeper. I want to know more about the mother, because clearly, I mean, she's raised, what is it, eight children? The virgin three mother? Three boys. She's and got four boys. There's oh, four boys, that's right, and three girls. Three. Mom, you're so thoughtful, and you allow these characters to reveal themselves. I'm way more judgy. <laughs> I love Lady Danbury. I love what she sees in people, and I like her relationship with Simon. And I'm wondering if both of them are Shakespearean actors, because they seem to bring the same gravitas to their their lines that the others don't. She feels more regal than the queen to me. Queen Charlotte, who is she? She's my favorite so far. I cannot keep my eyes off of her. Her facial expressions are unreal. She doesn't need to say anything. I could just watch her face reacting to things And it's not just the costuming, it's the actress. It's so wonderful to see someone I've never seen before in that role who is so majestic and funny at the same time. I mean, she is just incredible. Were you guys surprised by the details of the bling in hosting a ball? From the tiny little pencils that they had to shave next to the dance cards to there was a moment where they painted on the wooden floor. It looked like each ball was trying to one-up each other till we end with those like fireworks and the magical light display. I agree with you. I was thinking about social media and people's absolute intertwined connection now to being on their devices all the time, posting pictures all the time on Instagram, waiting for the feedback. And I was thinking about the environment of a ball. That seems similar to fulfill a lot of the same weaknesses and sort of validation and happiness, highs, lows, emotional stuff. And if you think about the dance cards and the gossiping and who's looking at who, and then recording all of it from the Lady Whistledown's, you know, recaps, it's a little bit like TMZ or (laughs) it's just human nature. The whole thing. It's its so fascinating. So what do you think is going to happen next? Daphne and Simon are going to have some kind of future in the next episode. The charm of that is the good girl, bad boy dichotomy. And that's what drove all those 1950s movies. Have you thought about the parallels between this and Greece? And Greece, like the musical? Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I was thinking about I Danny Duco. <laughs> Right, and Sandy. Uh Yeah, Sandra D. I mean, 
Well, so so following along those lines, do you think Daphne will become uh, a bad girl <laughs> and show up in a, uh, a black leather outfit and curly hair <laughs> at the end? What I hope will happen is that she will assert her independence, outspoken, taking charge of her destiny. That would be being a bad girl. I'm so glad we're digging into this again in a different square, a couple miles from uh, Belgravia. That's right. And mom, thank you for taking the helm of the recap. My pleasure. And so next week, episode two. Until then, you can find us online. Ask a question, leave a comment on Instagram and Twitter at the Lady Foxes. Thank you.